The new Step Up movie. Step Up 6, your, your move. move. Ooh, do you want to write that together? <laughs> Please don't. It'll be the A24 version. You're listening to We Explain Movies. Hi. Hi, Hi. guys. Remember us? Uh, it's us. Yeah. Your friends. Yes. And we're here uh, just with, like, honestly kind of just a spur-of-the-moment decision to do the Simply Spoilers mm-hmm. on um, an anime film, which we've never done. Yeah. And so, like, why not? Yeah. And we heard really good things about it, so now we're going to talk about how we liked it, too. The film is Your Name, period. Yes, period. Your Name, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's not a Studio Ghibli film. Not at all. And I found <laughs> <Not> something <at> <laughs> interesting through researching the director. He is, like, very against people calling him the next Hayao Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. He's like, don't say that about me. I think he let me think of it as, like, being cursed um i saw he's like Katy perry he's like i don't want to be the next avril i want to be the first me (laughs) so sad for avril (laughs) but also those two are so different and i would say that um these two are different as well your name it feels very different from other studio ghibli films um in like every way but yeah also i feel like the most popular studio ghibli films you know like Oh my god, Spirited Away and stuff. Like, those are older, so it's like, this is much more, it feels very new. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a newer age of of animation. It yeah. is, yeah. As somebody who has not really dabbled in the world of anime or seen any Studio Ghibli films, I'd love to, later on, know what you think about the differences. Like, what are the differences and how do they compare? Um, I'm definitely not an expert on either, and I've been given so much homework by my students who are just anime obsessed, like, every day. They're like, have you watched this anime? Have you watched this anime? And I'm like, yeah, "Uh." I don't know if I'm wrong about this, but anime, especially in the United States, the the fandom for it kind of has had a sudden resurgence. It's very Gen Z. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny that you say that about your students, because I've had students for, what, like, a month and a half, and already I have one who, like, that's what she wants to talk to me about. She's like, have you seen this one? Have you seen this one? And I told her that I watched your name. I was like, I know it's not a Ghibli film, but I watched this one. She was like, oh my god, what about this one? This one? <laughs> I know, I tried to get in this past week where I was like, I watched your name. And one girl was like, dope. And the other girl was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, oh, you don't know? <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> no, not at all. But instead, like, yeah, followed it up with like, well, did you watch I Want to Eat Your Pancreas? <laughs> I was like, Is that a real movie? It's a real anime. <laughs> If we could start with what are all of our experiences or history mm-hmm. with anime, I think that might be a good starting point. Corbin. <laughs> go for it. That looks so Hermione. Me, 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 me. Yeah, I would love to go first. <laughs> um, because I found something cool out about your name. I guess it had its American premiere at Anime Con. Oh. And that was the first convention I ever went to. Oh, wow. Aaron. Were you at that one? No, no, not oh, that year. Okay. No, I went in 2010. Wow. Um, with Aaron, my younger sibling, and it was called Fanime. Mm. And so that was... Where is it? <laughs> uh, Anime Con is... Um, Isn't it LA? LA, yeah. Mm. And so it was just really cool to be like, oh, um, because, yeah, like I said, I am not an expert in the slightest. Maybe out of the three of us, I'm I think the out of us. Yeah, yeah definitely. But that means very little, <laughs> considering how little I have seen. Um, so I love Death Note, the mm. manga, and the TV, and the movie. And so that was kind of like my intro into all of it. And then I just I feel like clarify others. that you don't mean the shitty one. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I do not mean, I mean, I was going to say the live action one I liked, but no, I do not mean the Netflix one. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just don't want anyone to think you're a phony. I know yeah. you don't like that no, one. No, I hate Nat Wolf. Willem Dafoe, how dare you? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> no, not that one. I didn't even see it. Because um, oh, rude. Okay. That's whitewashing to the nth degree. Um, So, I love Studio Ghibli films. That's what Kiki's named after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service. And then, like, I've seen the other staples, Totoro and Spirited Away and stuff. Mm-hmm. I would love to just be able to watch a whole anime like a show, like a show. Yeah. I just I I get very bogged down as an adult with watching cartoon television mm-hmm. like I couldn't get into Rick and Morty right. that that isn't any way the same thing but it just made me feel guilty about like I'm wasting my time by watching a cartoon mm-hmm. I see I'm almost through the the second season of the Harley Quinn DC and so, oh, yeah because that's just so good um so maybe I could dip back into like an anime thing but yeah that's my knowledge um, I I feel like I, maybe I'm in the middle. I was very big into this kind of stuff when I was younger. I think because my sister has always been really interested in the oh, anime. I see that for her. Yeah, <laughs> she and like just Asian culture in general. She had a lot of Japanese friends, and so she was very like um, Sanrio obsessed and shit oh, like I that. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, still she loves Hello Kitty and shit. So obviously, I wanted to be like her. So I would like watch all these things and like all these things because of her. So like Sailor Moon, I was very into as a kid. I think we all were. What <laughs> girl wasn't? She's yeah. fucking cool. Sailor Moon was the best. Um. So there was that, and then I also watched like some random movies that I don't even remember which ones. I know for sure I watched one of the Final Fantasy movies, but I don't think it was the first one. So I feel like I probably didn't know what was going on. Okay. I think I was like 10. Um, I watched Kiki's Delivery Service a lot as a kid, but that was because I was like, that cat's cute. And <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've watched any others, but movies I really feel like I haven't watched very many. So I have probably like little to no experience with anime I mean, I guess I kind You guys know that I didn't really watch a lot of TV or was like really like invested in a lot of shows at a younger age for some reason. Mm. I don't know why what's cuz you were watching Buffy. Cuz I was watching Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> um so I mean I guess I watch a little bit of Pokemon. Oh. oh how duh. did we not talk about Pokemon? <laughs> Fuck. Well, I mean it's stuff like that or like Avatar where right. it's like that mm-hmm. is so mainstream that I'm like Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. It feels like cheating a little bit. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z anyone? <laughs> No, not even that. Digimon? Does that count? Digimon! Wow. Digital Monsters! <laughs> I didn't watch that. Um, and then... I didn't watch that. Okay. <laughs> Did you want anyone? Make I didn't me watch it. sing the theme song and then call me a loser. <laughs> I do know the theme song. I don't know why. But yeah, the, I guess my most investment had to come from Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And I know that my sister and I had the DVD movie of one of the Sailor Moons, where Minnie Moon is captured by the candy person. <laughs> <laughs> and she's taken to, like, Candyland, and all the, oh my gosh. all the kids are, like, asleep I wish something. you were explaining this to me as a kindergartner, because I'd be like, oh, yes, and then. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they would know. Oh, yes, this part, in this season of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I just, I wasn't really attached to any of that when I was younger, so it didn't really influence me growing up. And my interest or intrigue with movies like Your Name or Studio Ghibli films comes from the notoriety of how excellent the animation is and Mm. how influential it is in the culture. Yeah. It's interesting how difficult it is to just be a casual anime fan because mm. given how many people are so die hard yeah like, right. and like, people who are die hard are die hard they're die hard i mean there's this one girl in my class who if i were even to just mention one thing she would just then spiral out of control with so many others and it's the yeah. same thing with aaron like 
it wasn't just about Naruto, it was, like, all of them. Right. Um, and I, I think that's just, like, a thing you get interested in, it's a thing that you can easily obsess over, and my goodness, there's so much content for you to absorb. Yeah, I feel like it's honestly similar to, like, how into film we are, where, like, if you mm-hmm. talk to someone who's into anime, they're, like, feeling you out, like, can I talk about the deep shit, or are you only gonna talk about Spirited Away? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> And so I, I am happy to, to put um, Makoto Shinkai's work, like, into my wheelhouse or into my rotation of, like, now I know this one. Because, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. gosh, this movie's beautiful. Yeah. It it's so beautiful. beautiful. And it's so different from other things. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. So that was something where I, I would say I just don't really get that into animation in general, let alone anime. And so I don't really know that much about it but I was watching a video today where they were talking about the difference between how a lot of Japanese animation is still hand-drawn, which mm-hmm. is why it looks so different than a lot of the stuff we see from Pixar and stuff, which is now CG animated. And I was like, okay, so that's why... Because there's just a different quality about it when you look mm-hmm. at it. There like, is. the landscapes, where I was like, why why does this look so different than, like, Frozen? Which I really loved this animation. And then if I'm thinking about something like Pixar's most recent Soul, yeah, um, I loved when we were in the the other world that mm. we were in, like the, the big before or whatever yeah, it was, yeah. where there was 2D animation going on in there. Did you see it, Kimmy? I did. Yeah, like that little lady who was, like, just the squiggle yes, lines. Yes. Like, that looked really beautiful. But then, you know, just, like, looking at the cat for a lot of the film. I'm right. like, I've seen an animated CGI cat before. It, oh, it just felt yeah. repetitive and not new. Our brains get too used to things honestly and Mm -hmm. then they relax and it's like I want to see weird shit like the 2D squiggle lady because I'm not used to it and it stimulates me rather than like the same round-eyed creature I've been seeing. Gosh, yeah. that movie Onward was the ugliest thing I've ever oh, really? seen. Really? <laughs> it was ugly? It was so ugly. Just the characters were hideous. And I was like, I hate looking at this. Mm-hmm. Like, Monsters, Inc. was original for, like, how their characters mm. were designed. And each one you looked at was, like, really fun. And different. Then, and different. That's why I wish a lot when, you know, award season comes around and you see nominations for best animated film like had no idea what that one was had no idea what that one was but they don't get enough funding or campaigning to Mm -hmm. win that spot even though their animation is so unique and unlike things that were commercialized to see more often like that movie I really want to I every season I want to watch that movie Klaus oh Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. that animation looks sick as hell yeah Yeah, that's what I heard and you know I just wish more, different kinds of animation were recognized on a more mainstream And they front. released this in theaters to try to get it mm. an American nomination, and it's, yeah. it's sad, because it's yeah. gorgeous. And, like, what came out that year? That it's like the fucking it? old people are like, I don't, I don't want to watch something I'm not used to, no thanks. Yeah, I'm also talking with disdain, but I'm sure the film that won that year was, like, Inside Out. <laughs> I think it might have been Inside Out, if not the year or after. Like How before. to Train Your Dragon, which is really good. <laughs> yeah, it depends what, um, I don't know what month Your Name came out, because it came out in 2016, so let's just go ahead and say the Oscars would be the next year of 2017, mm-hmm. and in that year, Zootopia won. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's a good movie. Okay, but you know what else, though, is that year, this other one is The Red Turtle. Have you have you all seen the, the poster, the trailer for that? It looks beautiful, and that's what, what was ended up being nominated, and it's like the same style as this. Oh, okay. I think it was a French and Japanese film. Yeah, for, oh, good for me. French and Japanese. <laughs> but then, like, Kubo and the Two Strings was nominated that year, and that movie is so good. I was gonna so say, beautiful. I thought that one was good. Yeah, I haven't a, seen it, but... It's a Leica film, and... Leica is, like, the really cool stop-motion animation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, animation is sick. 
I like looking at it. I really liked when In we... In conclusion, it's good. <laughs> if you didn't know, it's pretty cool. No, but I just mean, like, there's so many different styles out there, and it's nice to, to come across things that are not Pixar or Disney. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, the world doesn't revolve around Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked when Aaron was on the podcast, and we were talking about Spider-Verse, yeah. and the knowledge that they had about Spider-Verse, because I was like, that's shit I don't know. It's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like one of the reasons why I haven't really let myself get into anime is because I find that a lot of anime is pretty intimidating. Like, Mm. there's a lot of content, Mm -hmm. like, just for shows, too. Like, there's so much content, and it's been going on for ages. Yeah. And I would want to experience that world in its entirety, like, from the very beginning, Mm. but I'm also fucking impatient, (laughs) you know? And it's just so much, and the worlds are so expansive that's intimidating to me. Well, how delightful that we can take in a, an hour and 46 minute long movie. <laughs> Something that I wanted to get into, too, and I don't really know how to, like, articulate it, but I think part of my hesitation sometimes is I know that there's, like, a language I have to develop on knowing what it's like to watch an anime film, because they're not the same, you know, like, just with the culture and with the way that the acting and the writing and everything, it's, like, a little bit different, and so... Yeah. Going into this movie, like, already knowing that it's a well-renowned film was helpful because I feel like it was kind of helping me develop, like, okay, what about this movie is good and what can I be critical about? Rather than just, if you just go into something with your American eyes and you look at it as if it was made in America, like, you might not think it's as good. You know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. things are different. One of the big examples being just, like, there's almost this, like, soap opera nature about the way they react to things Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like with the gasping and the different that's just like kind of you have to get used to it Mm -hmm. and so while I was watching it I was like I know that this is something that's in anime films because even the few that I've seen are like this and so it's something where I don't critique it for that even though if it was an American film I would Mm -hmm. you know so it's like there's this kind of language I feel like you have to get used to you can't just go into it and be like this isn't what I expected or and it's like you don't want to see one of the best ones and then think that you just don't like anime yeah, if exactly. you're not used to it. Yeah, Something that I've just noticed from what Your Name was asking us to do and what other movies of this nature are is that they just ask you to sit for a while mm-hmm. and just, like, it's not as fast-paced. It is a lot of beautiful shots of nature, mm-hmm. watching trains go by, watching food be prepared, mm-hmm. and... Sitting and eaten. (laughs) There's just a lot of that. And I feel like it uh, really just is indicative of the culture and Mm -hmm. of the lifestyle of just, no, let's just sit (laughs) and let's let's enjoy this and let's take it in. Um, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool too. To be honest, I, and I told you guys this while we were watching it, but at the start, I had a hard time kind of following along Mm. with the narrative of the film because I was just so busy looking at all the awesome stuff. Right. Oh, I remember you said that, but also I feel like the start of this film did not hold your hand. No. <laughs> it began, and the fact that it was a body swap and then it wasn't. Right. And it was as if we had already seen that. Like, right. they swapped bodies, and then we didn't get to see the whole day that Taki lived inside of Mitsuha. Uh-huh. It was the next morning Mitsuha waking up, and I was like, excuse you. Yeah. <laughs> and they did all that, like, establishing of the train meeting and everything. Yeah. Not to say that American movies don't do that stuff, too, where they just kind of give you flashes that they'll explain later. Yeah. But I was like... What is happening? I'm yeah. very lost. Yeah, they showed us the ending of the movie, kind yeah. of. Well, like the 75% mark. Right. Um, 
I loved that opening, though, because I don't know if y'all ever did this, but did you ever watch, like, growing up, what are they called? Are they called, like, AMVs or something, where it's, like, somebody takes a popular song, and then you watch, like, Nathan and Haley clips to the popular oh, song? Oh, yes, yeah. I watched... Okay, wait. <laughs> Before New Moon came out, like, so after... <laughs> so after Twilight came out, New Moon hadn't come out yet, but I had just fucking binged all the books because after I watched the movie, I was like, I have to read these books. But New Moon wasn't out yet, and someone made a fan-made trailer over this, oh, I can't remember what the group is called. Shit, I'll have to look it up. Flyleaf. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it was a group that had, I can find them, it'll just take me some time. No, but... I want to play a guessing game. <laughs> no, I'm not going to know. It's like a girl group who was really popular around that time Veronica's. For, for one song <laughs> mm-hmm. that was not a good song, but it was a no- Oh, it was called Stay With Me by Danity Kane. Oh, oh Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> it was called Stay With Me by Danity Kane, and it was played over, like, these clips of them from Twilight, yeah. but also other movies, and I was like, this is the no. best fan-made trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, dude, that was the shit. Yeah. <laughs> to just, like, watch Peyton be sad. Yeah. To, like, a sad person's song. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, but yeah, that's how this made me feel. <laughs> good, good. And then I would say the next time they did it, um, which was like the climax of the movie, that part was right. gorgeous. Yeah. That was like a more sophisticated version that like fit it. I loved that scene. I guess, I don't know if we should put it here or put it earlier in the episode, but should we kind of give like a short <laughs> synopsis mm. about what yeah. this movie is? I want to hear you do it. <laughs> so at this moment of the podcast, we're going to kind of tell you what the movie is about and Kimmy's going to try. Let's go. Oh my God. <laughs> After I've had a mimosa? It's kind of like we explain Jesus movies, Christ. but really simplified. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so Kimmy doesn't drink much anymore, so she might as well be smashed. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm a little bit dizzy already. Okay, <laughs> Okay, so there's this young girl, her name's Mitsuha, yeah. and she lives in kind of a rural town. Yes. And um, she wakes up, we're <laughs> having a really hard time, she wakes up and she's kind of had some kind of weird out-of-body experience and she's not really in her body and, she, and people the next day when she goes to school are like, you forgot who you were yesterday, you were acting super weird. Then we go to this guy in Tokyo. His name is <laughs> Taki. <laughs> and he's having the same experience. And it's kind of, we kind of have to learn that they somehow in their dreams in the night switched bodies and had a day in the other person's life. And it keeps happening. So they kind of grow this relationship where they have to write each other's notes while they're in each other's bodies to kind of let them know what they did that day <laughs> in that other person's body. And they kind of interfere in each other's lives. Like mm-hmm. Mitsuha, while she's in Taki's body, kind of gets him to go on a date with... It's a very sexually fluid film. Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's kind of in love with everyone. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's very true. And, and You're doing great. Okay, yeah. okay. The this switch- is also super... I know this is called Simply Spoilers, but we're about to get into, like, yes. the nasty spoilers. Yeah. This is the big-time spoilers. Yeah. So, they, there's, like, a culmination of their body switching with Mitsuha having to go to this festival in her town while this giant comet is overhead. It's very exciting. And that night, the switches stop, and Taki doesn't go into Mitsuha's body anymore. Mm-hmm for a long time and they don't know what's going on and he feels like he's forgetting her and he needs to find the town so he can find Mitsuha. 
But then he finds out that the town was obliterated by a comet three years prior to any of this what happening. The fuck? But that town's been dead for three years. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's there's some weird time switching stuff that happens where he goes into a cave and <laughs> and drinks some sake, some sake, <laughs> and goes back into her body because he has a part of her inside of him and. He's in Mitsuha's body again, trying to stop the town from, like, he's trying to evacuate the town, but it doesn't work. And they meet on kind of like this combined plane. Mm-hmm. That part was fucking sick. That was dope as hell. Infinite plane. And, yeah. and I guess at the end, you know, if we're getting to like some, you know, the ending spoilers, the evacuation of the town is successful and nobody is um, killed, but Mitsuha and Taki start to forget one another and they don't remember each other's names even wink wink (laughs) and so they then they meet up at the end in tokyo and they kind of don't remember each other and it's very emotional and romantic they're just crying and they don't know why yeah they turn around and they ask do i know you can you tell me what is your name and that's the fucking end yes i'm fucking i'm sweating you guys (laughs) right when they say can I ask you your name? Then it goes, your name! Yeah, that's the end. <laughs> Title credits. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. It's very good storytelling, I feel mm-hmm. like. And um, so now now you've seen it. Now you've seen it. That was a um, truncated episode. <laughs> My goodness. I can't believe how much better it is visually. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I can't. I can't. The whole point of the movie is the visual. <laughs> no, yeah, so please do yourself a favor and go watch it. Also, like, just a funny little tidbit about the plot. When when the comet splits overhead, we're like, oh, this is going to fuck with the timeline because the comet just split in two. Like, I bet their body swapping is going to stop. And their body swapping does stop. And then Kimmy goes, oh, I wonder if Mitsuha died. And we're like, Kimmy, it's because the comet split. And then we find out Mitsuha did die. And we're like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> I found some cool things, like, in just the, what the internet has to say. Um, there's hints along the way that they're in different years. Because mm. when they go onto each other's phones, like, Mitsuha goes on and puts a little note in Taki's phone on the day of September 12th when they swap bodies. And it's, like, September 12th, a Wednesday. Mm. And then Taki's on Mitsuha's phone, and it's, like, September 12th. A Saturday. I see. And he's, so and the so calendars are different. You would think that they, as characters, would be like, your cell phone says it's 2017. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I also saw that the director was like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> like, about, about a lot of things. like that? People are just like, Mitsuha went to Taki school every day and never, like, looked at what it was called. <laughs> yeah. And right. Yeah. You were Taki, saying that in yeah. the film. Taki was living in this tiny, tiny town that's, like, known for its one festival. And right. the director was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just so you're, you're your trying writing a good a movie. <laughs> Even just, like, thinking of how important pop culture is, especially to children in high school. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine making references to something that just happened? Like, oh, yeah. did you see the new episode of Game of Thrones? And someone's like, I don't even know what that show is. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, that was so long ago. <laughs> yeah. You're just now watching Game of Thrones. I'd like to say one of my favorite things about the movie, aside from obviously the animation, was the ability that this film had to build and cut tension. Mm. And I think that we're mm. all in agreement that the part where they meet on the converged plane mm-hmm. and they're about to write each other's names on their hands oh. in Sharpie. Oh. And we're like, oh, it's so romantic. She's about <laughs> to do it on his hand. And she does the one line for the character. And 
boom, she's fucking gone. And like the music cuts <laughs> and the pen drops on the floor. We and, were all so fucking angry. We, all, I we were like, uh, oh, oh my God. My catharsis? <laughs> yeah. It was so like masterful that I didn't even feel the tension building like as right. it was. And then when it was gone, I realized what an impact it was making on me. And how pissed I was. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very original. Yeah. yeah. It's very unique to do that. And yeah. I think another one that just the repeated joke throughout the whole film of the boobs yeah Mitsuha waking up but Taki is inside her body and grabbing her boobs because he's a boy in a girl's body and so he's mm-hmm. doing that but it, it's hysterical the first time you see it and then it's like ah it's the same joke every time right. that's fine but then when <laughs> he hasn't been able to inhabit her body for so long and he makes it back inside of her and he's t- touching her boobs and crying. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. It was. Also because we see him crying and we're like, this is so sweet. And then it cuts to him touching his boobs crying. And we're like, that's awesome. That was yeah. really good. Um, I was going to say too that I, I really like what this film did where obviously it didn't answer all my questions because we just talked about some of those silly questions. But some of the ones that I would have, they would bring up later. Like, for example, the moment when we were all like, oh, my God, when you find out he didn't write his name on her hand, he wrote, I love you. And and I was like, that's so beautiful. But at the same time, my first thought was, fuck, not like, how is she going to know your name now? And she's crying and she goes, how am I going to find you now? And I was like, exactly, exactly. (laughs) I was also going to say that um, something you were talking about with pacing earlier and, like, structure is that I feel like maybe it's just because when you're watching a movie for the first time, I, I sometimes I get this anxiety of, like, is the movie going to end right here? Is it going to end right here? And especially American oh, I... films do this so often where they leave you on cliffhangers, and you guys know that I sometimes hate that, where I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck you, movie. And so this one, I felt like had so many moments where I felt that it could end, but more than typical movie Mm -hmm. like there was it could have ended with that horrible pen moment where we lost our catharsis it could have ended with like her saying i love you it could have ended when they saw each other on the bridge Mm -hmm. which that was also interesting because we see them notice each other but not say anything and it's like oh shit is that just what it's going to be like but then that same moment happens again later and almost turns out the same way almost Mm -hmm. yeah but then thankfully it doesn't because i would have been pissed Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad because I was really satisfied with the ending. I was. I was very satisfied. Yeah. To do because the title drop like that, too? Like, yes. Oh. Yeah. To do the title drop, but also it's just, it's probably like what what, what Western audiences really want. I know. So, yeah. Um, it's just very conventional storytelling in an in unconventional means because mm-hmm. the movie itself is so unique. I'm never talking about like any little researchy things that you guys did. Or... None. <laughs> <laughs> but just say something that you were thinking of. Um, you all know how much I love Arrival. Yeah. <laughs> And I felt like this movie had a lot of similarities to just different movies about fate and the Amor Fati, which is the love of fate. And there's the whole thing that I didn't really know about um, that was literally just an actual tangible thing in the film. And it's the red string of fate, which oh, Mitsuha yes. wears in her hair and throws oh. to Taki. Oh my gosh. And he wears it around his wrist and it's binding them forever because they're meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And I really liked that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then some other things that I found really interesting is Itomori, the city that Mitsuha lives in, is kind of based on a real place. Mm-hmm. And you can go and, like... Does it have, like, the cave thing? It doesn't have the cave thing. It has the, the Shinto temple that she mm-hmm. dances in. It has um, the big kind of, like, round crater-type lake thing. Yeah. And, like, oh, the really? seaside and everything. And it's called Hida. 
Quito City. Um, and then also there's just different parts, like the staircase that they meet at at the mm. end is a real staircase to Tokyo. Wow. Sick. That's like, so cool. How cool would it be to go and look at that? It is sick. And I guess that town, though, that Hida, um, Hida City, has seen like a huge growth in their economy because wow. of this film. Because of the tourism mm-hmm. and stuff? That's People sick. keep coming to it. And it, it was like a pretty tiny rural, place. tiny That's town. That's so cool. Isn't that nice? I mean, how sick would that be if, like, like, I know, like, how much we got a kick out of see- seeing Lady Bird and recognizing, oh, yeah. like, the Tower Theater or something yeah. like that. But if that was translated into animation, like, how sick mm. would that be to, like, see, you know, our street? Like, right. that would be cool. That'd be really cool. It's also just cool to see, like, the differences, because obviously, I feel like in America, we know a decent amount of stuff about, like, Japanese culture and other Asian cultures, but not stuff like how she was making sake by chewing the rice. Not how they were obsessed with cafes. Right, I know. (laughs) Um, And I was just thinking that it was interesting to see, like, how different both of them grew up with him in such a big city Mm -hmm. where a lot of these things are just expected and her in such a small town where they have, like, a lot more of the cultural, like, the weaving and the, Mm -hmm. the dancing and all this stuff. And even to the point where other people at her school aren't doing it and they're, like, laughing at her for it. Yeah. So it's like, at what point... You know, like where does where's the line of like people who don't do it anymore? I don't know. I mean, it might be a religion thing because she is like mm. it was Shinto practices that she was doing, and so I don't know if like the whole town is really involved in that. But she's like more because like her grandma was so. Right. Um, that band Radwimps re-recorded all of it in English. Oh, oh shit! The songs are supposed to be in Japanese. No way! Wow. And they've made English versions that are so good. That's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. Because I watched, um, or I, I I listened to it in the original, and then it's so funny when you, like, look at the translation, and the translation is just wonky, because translations right. would be. But instead, they're like, yeah, let's fix it, and wow. let's make a beautiful English version. Yeah, because mm. I loved the soundtrack. It fucking yeah, slapped. It really did. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. I was curious about that, too, because I figured, I guess a, a part of me just assumed that they did re-record, because I feel like that would really ruin the tone of a movie to totally change the well, score. No, that's what I was scared that happened. I, yeah. I was scared that they've just found some other artist in the oh. U.S. to put it over. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's the same guy. That's His, so his cool. voice is just as beautiful when wow. it's in the original, and um, yeah, because I wanted to, I've been listening to that song a lot yeah. <laughs> from the climax. It's called Sparkle, and I was like, I want to listen to it, and the first one I clicked on YouTube, and even on Spotify, it was the Japanese version, and mm. I was like, hmm. Did you listen you. to that version? I did. What is it, like, does it sound very different, or does it pretty much sound the exact oh, same? Oh, see, it sounds the exact same, yeah. I just don't speak Japanese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what they're saying. I just don't know what they're saying. And it's a lot of it's really instrumental, too. Didn't you also say that someone bought the rights to this? Yes! Okay, so... Here we go, let's go. I have some thoughts, because J.J. Abrams bought the rights to this... To make it into a live <laughs> action. <laughs> yeah, my thoughts exactly, Kimmy. <laughs> Until... Eric Heiserer was brought on to write the screenplay. That man wrote Arrival. Mm-hmm. So good. Yes, not the... Ted Chiang wrote it, but Eric Heiserer did the adaptation, the screenplay. I was thrilled. And then, you know, they passed it around. And now that's not the case. Mm. And instead, it got passed to... This is interesting. Mark Webb was brought on to do it. And he did the amazing Spider-Man. Boo! I don't think he's doing it anymore. I know. Um, I I don't like the film. I just like Andrew Garfield. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) And so then somehow it became, I I don't know if this is the deal because it got passed to him. And when it got passed to him, it was going to be about an indigenous woman in America 
with a young man from Chicago, and Emily Gordon is writing the screenplay, and she is the girl that is Zoe Kazan's character is based on from The Big Sick, who's married to Kamel, not Oh, Johnny. interesting. And I was like, I didn't know you did that. And then... <laughs> Lee Isaac Chung is going to direct it, and he okay. is the one who did Minari. Oh, well, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Interesting little collab of people there. A lot of stuff going I thought you liked Minari. <laughs> I did, but I just, I don't know if I'm a fan of this film being adapted into live action. Ooh, yes. I'm not either, but I mean, also yes. just like... I don't know it if it's going to translate well. I don't yeah. think it will improve upon the film. I don't think it will improve upon. It is yeah. very annoying that the second something fucking parasite the second it got an oscar nom they were like let's make it american yeah and friggin i love him but mr big short was like hbo time oh yeah you remember that i don't want that yeah Yeah. adam mckay yes yes, get away (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean why not leave it japanese live action maybe because they're like no the movie's already good and so now we've passed it along to all these different people um i mean i would hope that something that they could do something different with it rather than just trying to make a copy. It sounds like they already have kind of planned yeah. for something different because you can't make a copy. So maybe maybe you they can't. could make it good, but it's also like, calm down, write your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, write your own shit. I like it. It's an animated movie. Let it, yeah. let it be. Yeah, sorry uh, you didn't appreciate it for what it was when it came <laughs> out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. We were watching it five years after it came out. <laughs> 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 <Do> that. <laughs> But we didn't go into it watching it because, like, I heard there's going to be a live action right. by Mr. J.J. Right. P. Abrams. Yeah. Actually, no. <laughs> Just, why don't you give the creators who made that film funding to make another amazing anime film and support mm. that instead? <laughs> All of us are, like, a couple mimosas deep on our high horses. <laughs> My horse is so tall, you don't even understand. I'm only one mimosa deep, and I'm in and it. And yet, your horse is the highest. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I know, like I'm agreeing with you. Or, or, why not do this? If the people who created your name are going to, you know, sign over the rights to whoever is going to create the live action, they better cut themselves the fattest fucking deal. <laughs> Assuming that the film that is created from that has any form of success more than the yeah. animated, get the, that bread. Yeah. Get that bread. Get that bread, then leave. And yeah. then and then <laughs> animate the bread so I can watch you eating it. Yes. Yum, 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 yum. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm planning on putting so many, like, beautiful food shots on our gram. Oh, yeah. my gosh. There was also this really funny moment where... I went to go get something out of my purse, so I stepped away from the TV for 0.2 seconds, and the girls were like, whoa, look at those pancakes. Kayleen, come look at these pancakes. And the second I stepped into frame, the pancakes were eaten off the plate, and I was like, that was fucked up. That was fucked up. But we rewound it, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, the look of this film is just such a mood. It's it's why I would rather watch those lo-fi videos of, like, the lo-fi girl just sitting at her desk as the sunset's going down, then, like, listen to normal music on Spotify. Mm. <laughs> it's just so pretty. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have much more to say, but I, I just felt like it was a really... I'm glad that we picked it. It was so mm-hmm. kind of, like, out of the blue, and you just were like, oh, I saw that you've been wanting to watch this, I've been wanting to watch it, and Kimmy was like, that sounds cool, <laughs> and then we loved it, so... Mm-hmm. 
Fucking cool. It also just felt nice to get out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Like, we could have watched an A24 movie, mm-hmm. but we didn't. <laughs> we could have watched a movie that opens on uh, girls peeing, but yeah. we didn't. Instead, boob touching. <laughs> yeah. Instead, boob touching. Which it did open on, didn't it? Pretty much. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> so, pick it up, A24. Yeah. <laughs> Your move. <laughs> Your move. That's what they'll call it. Your, Your move. move. Anyway, thank you for listening. This was kind of just a spur-of-the-moment uh, decision to do this episode, mm-hmm. and we'll be back with regular episodes soon. Yes, and um, please wish our boys, our nephews, who are doing the collab with us in our next episode, just the very best. Uh, Nick and Jordan from Take 3, a movie podcast, we love you. Yes, we love so you. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> We're all the emotional about our love for you, and um, that's what our next episode is. You can tune in to that or in the meantime go listen to them yes and rate review and subscribe yeah so so here's your homework if you haven't listened to every episode we've ever released go do that and then go listen to every episode they've ever released and then come back yes they they just did a fight club episode which i thoroughly enjoyed i did like that i liked it okay bye guys bye